Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. Four fours in Romans. Romans chapter 1 verse number 16. The first four, it says... For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. We preached pretty heavily on this last Sunday, but this first four that we see show up in the first chapter, it explains the desire, the heart tent desire of Paul as an unashamed advocate of the gospel he is not ashamed in any way of the glory that is behind the gospel and we talked about how before we came to christ we weren't ashamed to go and sin no one forced us to do it we voluntarily signed up for it and it was it was a hot mess many christians get saved and all of a sudden now they kind of cower back They kind of wind back. They retreat back. And Paul, we see the reason for his desire. We see see the explanation of his desire. He's just not ashamed of the gospel. Uh, The second fourth is in the same verse. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's the first one. The second one, for it is the power of God unto salvation. That's his all-sufficient reason for his desire. The good news must go out to everyone. Everyone. That means children. Don't be ashamed. If you're saved, if you've trusted Christ, if if you've come to know him as your Savior, don't be ashamed to tell somebody else about it. That's where the true power is. Paul knows this. His reasoning is very clear. It's a no-nonsense, unashamed stance. It doesn't matter how many Dale Carnegie courses you take. How to win friends and influence people isn't where the power's at. Now, if you got some manner problems and you can't get along with others, okay, maybe maybe it's worth a weekend trip. (laughs) But that's not where the power of salvation is. It's in the gospel. We tend to shy away from that. Hey, let's talk about sport. Hey, let's talk about vacation. Hey, let's talk about fishing. Hey, let's talk about shooting. Look, all those things are fun and great and dandy and and, and invest in the time with your family with that and your friends. But come on, folks. We've got something that's powerful. That's the gospel we can't be ashamed of. Don't be ashamed of it. And don't think for a minute your personal persuasion or my personal persuasion or your wisdom or my wisdom is going to do it. That is not the reason. Paul's desire, I am not ashamed, the first four. The second four, Paul's all-sufficient reasoning is it is the power of God. That's four number one. That's four number two. Uh, Go to 1 Corinthians chapter number one. I want to park here a little bit. 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse number 18. The Bible says, for the preaching, the preaching 
We can, we can say amen. The preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God on, unto salvation. Christ died for our sins. He was buried, rose again the third day. I'd say that's some power. All these little G gods, they died and they stay dead. Muhammad didn't raise himself. Harry Krishna didn't raise himself. Vishnu didn't raise himself. None of these little G gods raised themselves. But God did. That's some power. Verse 21, 1 Corinthians 1. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. They're so smart, they're stupid. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God doesn't care about your intellect. God doesn't care about your wisdom. He says preaching. It's proclaiming of the good news of the gospel. God's not excited. Well, well, well all of a sudden you've arrived on the scene. All of a sudden, I've arrived on the scene. All of a sudden, your favorite whoever arrived on the scene. Well, now there could be a real move of God. No, it's not about your charisma. There's no power in that. There's power in the gospel, and that's what we proclaim. That's why we're not going to preach ourselves outside the football stadium. We're giving a piece of paper out that doesn't have your bio on it. It doesn't have my bio on it. It doesn't have all the church activities we have. It has the gospel. Because that's where the power is. Come to our church on Sunday. We have a, a bounce house. And we have a an indoor play yard. And we have a... Well, that's great. Except you never told me that Jesus Christ came and died for my sin. Amen. And preachers of the gospel, proclaimers of the gospel, which by the way, that would be or should be you and me. Right. We have been un... This modern world and this modern church tries to label us as well, we're the fun police. We don't like to have any fun. I like to have fun. <laughs> I like to have fun. And I think it's fun to tell people about Jesus. I don't think it's fun to leave it out. I think it's wrong to leave it out. You want to have, you want to have other activities afterwards and all that? That's great. We love fellowships. We love... Well, I don't really love bounce houses anymore. It gets me dizzy. We're not against bounce houses. We're not against all that stuff. But when it becomes at the expense of telling someone about the living Savior, I'm against that. That's the head on the nail that I'm trying to hit. It's 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 doing all of these things to shadow, and Jesus Christ is just well, we'll slip them in if we. We have time. That's not the way it should be. You have fun in Sunday school? Do you color? 
do you, do you, do you make crafts? Yeah, you do. But do you learn about Jesus and what he did? Amen. Okay. Right. That's what we're talking about. We're not doing all of these things so that we can avoid talking about Christ. We're doing all of these things so we can bring Christ in as more of a light. And that's the idea. But our nature leads us to discussing subjects other than the gospel. And we do this. We short circuit the current that could run through us into someone else. We don't want to do this. And Everybody's into off-grid living now. We want to go off-grid. Except the solar panels aren't the problem. It's just fine. The batteries are so expensive. It's just the batteries. <laughs> Anybody got a good deal on batteries? Look, that's great. I want to do more off-grid stuff, but I don't want to go off-grid for Jesus Christ. Okay? I don't want to come off the grid. I don't want to have the current get, get stopped. I want to be fully connected and I want to be on grid for Christ so that that current doesn't get cut off. And now someone else doesn't hear about the gospel. We have to keep that in mind. Go to Matthew. Well, I'll just read it to you for the sake of time because I'm still on page one, number one. And I know the kids want to get out for lunch. So we don't want to. If you stay a little bit longer, there's no line at Crackle Barrel. So Matthew 10, 28, fear. Not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. We are not talking about the power of God unto reformation. We are not talking about the power of God unto cleaning this idea of just reforming your life. We're talking about the power of God unto salvation, meaning you are regenerated. Amen. People clean up their lives all the time without Christ. We're not talking about that is not the power. It's not about anything but salvation. And you know the word salvation, it's used to context lost people. The world's lost. They need to be saved. Jesus Christ has that power. The gospel of Jesus Christ has that power. Matthew 10, 28, we see that people are heading to hell. And God's trying to make this come to light for us. Yeah, your body's going to die. Yeah, somebody might run you over. Somebody might shoot you. Old age might get you. Um, the 19 might get you. That's your body dying. But he says, fear this. God Almighty has the power to cast somebody into hell and nobody else does. Right. So stop being afraid of the Corona Rona because if it does kill you, your body dies. The C-19 can't kill your soul. And that is what people need to start fearing. God Almighty has the power to put them in hell. Are you telling somebody about Jesus Christ? I said, are you telling somebody about Jesus Christ? Savior of the world. To everyone that believeth, let's get back to Romans chapter 1. To everyone that was baptized. Nope. 
to everyone that did enough good works. No, to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So does this mean before you tell anybody the gospel, you got to make sure you find a Jew first? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Are you are, are you of Jewish descent? No. Okay, you hold on. Yeah. And now you survey the town and try to find someone that's a flesh descendant of Abraham. No. <laughs> what? What did the Jews have? They had the law, they had the temple. In the temple, they had instruction on how to worship God. John 1, he came unto his own, and his own received it, if not. You know where the apostles were to be witnesses first? Jerusalem. He's simply pointing out that, yes, the gospel started with the Jews. That's who it went to first, and it's just a recognition of that. That's all that means. Romans 3.22, y'all know there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Doesn't matter, you can't take state claim the fact that you're a Jew. Nobody cares. Well, I'm a ba I'm a Baptist, nobody cares. I'm a Catholic, nobody cares. I'm a Protestant, nobody cares. Have you trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior? Or are you trusting in your church membership? There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a big difference. You can be brought up in a Baptist church that's got all the right doctrine and be on your way to hell just the same as someone that's in a false church. Right. If you've not trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. That's why it says, but there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Salvation is available to all. All right, the third four, Romans chapter number one. For I am not ashamed, for it is the power of God. Now look at verse number 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. And the third four represents the results that is born out of the power of God. The nature of the gospel is the only thing that changes the nature of man. It's the only thing that has the power to do that. You know what people are looking for today? They're looking for respectable Christianity. They really are. Some of these Cathedrals are beautiful. It's beautiful architect. If you go on vacation, you travel the world. I mean, I'll visit. I, I mean, that's beautiful stuff. The buildings that you see, these church buildings, multi-million dollar. I was starting to say churches, but they don't like even like to say church anymore. Come to our campus. Because we need to get church out. We need to get Christ out. We need to get beautiful, beautiful. People want respectable Christianity. I remember going, the church week my wife and I got saved at. There was a, a, a fellow there that I had met. He said, he says to me, wow, this is a big church. You know, I can, because he knew I ran a business too. He goes, you know, we can do a lot of networking. Here. You know what that is? That's respectable Christianity. He wanted to be there because there were 
enough people there where he could do his deal. That's respectable Christianity. We've talked about this before. Of course, we want more people to come. Of course, there's going to be this building of friendships. There's going to be this networking that'll happen. It's a, I remember going to church with that. Well, they don't have enough activities for the kids here. Well, what type of activities do you want? That, you know what that is? That's respectable Christianity. Now, I got to be careful how I say these things because I don't want you to think one thing when I'm not saying it, when I'm not saying it. Does everybody want things to do? We do. Does everybody want people to talk to and socialize with and network? We do. Is that going to be a natural flow that will happen when people get together? Of course it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Got a good friend of mine that and he, he works he works with us and he runs he runs his own business, but he comes and he helps work these tournaments that we do. And you know what happens by a natural outflow? He networks with people. But that isn't his motive for being. And this is what I'm trying to key in on. Church nowadays has too much become. People are looking for something other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And all I'm trying to bring to light is that, honestly, this should be the preeminence. The ministry of the word of God, Jesus Christ dying for our sins, should be the preeminence. And then out of that flows a children's program. Out of that flows, oh, I'm socializing i'm networking here oh you do the, oh you know what i do need someone to fix the 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 the, the, the sink <laughs> i just that thought just came to my head i do need someone to you, you see what i'm saying we shouldn't be putting the cart before the horse and too many times people look for respectable christianity and they don't look for christ we don't want our basis to be We're just trying to uplift man. And we end up with a man-centered gospel. To tie that thought up and wrap that thought up. We are looking for a God-centered gospel. We have social problems. I understand that. But we're not looking for social gospelers. It's the same gospel. And when people get their hearts right now, these social issues start to fix themselves. You know, Paul mentions wrath almost a dozen times in the book of Romans. You know what this religious world doesn't want? Wrath. They do not want the wrath of God. Mankind only has one hope, and that's the gospel. And he's saying, look, don't be ashamed of that gospel the philosophers of the world don't want that the religious crowd doesn't want that but we want it we want it romans 1 17 it says for therein is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just 
shall, here it is, guys, live by faith. I hope the gospel message flows through your life. Really do. Go to 2 Corinthians now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter number five, the last verse. Bible says, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Man's part is to respond by faith and we are joined to the righteousness of God. We don't have our own righteousness. It's filthy. If we were to try to hold it up to God, it would be filthy. It's a by faith righteousness. When you go back to Romans chapter one, look at verse 17 again. The uh, it, it says revealed from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. If it was a scientific experiment that you and I can do. We can boast on that. If there was a way to compare and we all made a chart, there would be a way to boast. Well, I did this and I did that and I did this and you did that. <laughs> We'd all look at the chart and say, well, this person's the. We, and mankind does that. I don't know if you all get report cards or not. But. We lined up all the report cards. Well, what we did, because there was four of us, is we, you know, you could, <laughs> the day that you had to come home with your report card, that was a hot mess. Because we were all bragging. And we all wanted to see everybody else's report card. I wanted to see my brother's report card. He wanted to see mine. It's my sister. But why? Because we were looking for somebody to tell them. Oh, they got to see in English. I got to. And there was a way to boast. That was a horrible day for mom and dad. <laughs> Unless we all got good grades. Except I didn't always get good grades. That's a comparison chart. And you can brag on how smart you are and how dumb your brother was or your sister. In my case, it was... We're bragging on how smart they were and how dumb I was. You can't do that with sin. Because you think, and I thought, before I got saved, I thought I was good enough because I had religion and I didn't go that far. And so people justify themselves and say, well, I never went as far as that person. Except God doesn't care. Now, he doesn't want you to go further and deeper in sin. He cares about that. In other words, if you're thinking about hating your brother, God doesn't want you to go farther and punch him in the nose. Okay. He wants you to stop with that thought and get rid of that. So I'm not saying that God doesn't care in that sense. Okay. 
he doesn't want you to go further deep into the cesspool of sin. But if you do, do you think he doesn't have the power to save you? If he does, do you think that God doesn't have the power to save that person and you're not going to tell them the gospel because they're that wicked? And you didn't go that far. We've lost. I submit to you. We've lost the holiness and the righteousness of God. And we start comparing ourselves among, among ourselves. People think the preacher don't do, you know, was born saved. No, he wasn't. <laughs> I did stupid stuff. I did stuff I'm ashamed of. I'm not going to tell you what they are. <laughs> That's between me and God. I don't want you coming with a with a backhoe telling me all your dirty, junky sin either. That's between you and God. And part of it is because God, it, it's not going to edify anybody. God doesn't want us to go back there. You've been saved. You've been redeemed. You've been washed in the blood of the land. Then quit it already with all the wicked stuff you're telling people you did. Go to God and tell God what you did and get saved and get right. Amen. And be done with it. This isn't Roman Catholicism. Not having a confessional where you come in and tell the priest all your dirty deeds so that he's got something to blackmail you on. You. <laughs> all right. It's faith to faith. It's not works to faith. It's not faith plus works. It's not water and faith. There's no room for human effort at all. You can finally find rest in faith must exercise that faith in the truth of the gospel. It was prophesied in Habakkuk 2.4, the just shall live by faith. It's not our faith and our ability as man to come up with things intellectually. It's 100% reliance upon God. And aren't you glad when you read that, it says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Aren't you glad it's not the judgment of God that's revealed? Unto you, and it's the righteousness of God. On one hand, you've got judgment, you're condemned. By faith, you trust the Lord Jesus Christ. You get his righteousness, you don't get his judgment. It's beautiful truth. He's our substitute, he's our advocate. The last fourth, the last fourth, verse number 18, for the wrath, and we'll continue on this verse next week. The fourth four in Romans 1, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. This is the state of mankind. Mankind is guilty. And mankind needs the gospel. We talked about this earlier, but you look around our sin-soaked world, God has been kicked out. This is why we need ministries like Good News Clubs. Because it's a way to get the gospel in is the main thing. Amen. And you notice too why it's such a great ministry. It's because we're talking about other. It's not manufactured. It's not. Uh, it's not respectable Christianity. What Bob Paul's doing. What CEF is doing. It's not trying to hide Jesus. Yeah. Under the guise of well. Sparky the clown's here. Let's juggle some balls. And paint some pictures. And. They're not trying to hide Jesus Christ. 
they're not looking for respectable Christianity. It's the foolishness of preaching. That's what it is. The foolishness of preaching. Not the respectability of your reputation. No, it's the cross of Christ or it's nothing. So they're not trying to hide Jesus Christ. That's why we have him present. That's why we pray about getting involved in that ministry so we can bring Jesus Christ as front and center, not trying to make it into something that's not. And if you ask me in my book, it's an excellent ministry because it's not trying to be respectable. It's trying to be truthful. That's what we need. You look around, it's dead man walking all over. Lifeless. Lifeless. You look in their eyes, dead. It gives you a corpse-like chill. Anytime I get a news bleep, blip comes up or I got to watch something, it's just, it does. It gives me a corpse-like chill to see those people advocating and talking and thinking the way they do. They're dead. Absolutely dead. And they need the regenerating life of the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. But that's not what we have here. We've got true saints of God. We have folks that want to live by faith. We have folks that have put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and that hunger for the truth of God. And we know, we know that we are pilgrims passing through. We know that this isn't our home. My father's house are many mansions. Four fours in Romans. Why not get your eyes off your mansion and try to get some more people to come to the mansion party you're going to have in heaven <laughs> hey. by telling them about hey. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. All right, finish up. We'll just re reread it and then we will be done. Uh, it says, For I am not ashamed. That's the first four. Romans 16 in the middle. For it is the power of God. That's the second four. Romans. 117 for therein is the righteousness of God that's the third one and then the fourth one for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness for the wrath of God that's the fourth four in Romans we're going to pick up on verse 18 Lord willing next Sunday Thank you for listening to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, you can sign up for our email newsletter at www.pilgrimbaptist.church.